Alicia. Good morning, Court. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. It's, it's actually morning for both of us for one more minute. I hit record when I did so I could say good morning, Alicia. <laughs> there we go. There we go. Yes. How are you? I am good. I am loving the spring weather. Good. Like, loving it. It was yeah. nine degrees last night. Awesome. Here in Lightminster yesterday afternoon. So yeah. it's very exciting. That's awesome. But yes, it is. I mean, we're supposed to get snow still this weekend, but... <laughs> It's, we're in a freezing rain warning. So. Oh, yay. It's the joy of, of springtime yep. uh, is you never know what you're going to get. It's mm-hmm. like a box of chocolates. Life is like a <laughs> box of chocolates. <laughs> so we're getting closer to Easter. We are. We're like uh, less than a month, three weeks away. In four Sundays. Yeah. Sunday. Yeah. I love Easter. It is. It's a good season, and it's a season that I've um, appreciated differently as I've gotten older. Yeah, me too. And thought about things more, yeah. more in depth and differently. And the older I've gotten, the more I've focused a little bit more on Lent as well. Yeah. So just as we have Advent leading up into Christmas, we have Lent leading into Easter. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's why we're doing this series, What Happened to Our Savior. Yeah, it's true. Um, so that we we don't just arrive at Easter and it, it happens and it's over. Mm-hmm. We actually get to lean into the season a little bit more. Yeah, so, exactly. Yeah. So what are we talking about today? Well, today we're talking about Jesus choosing his crew. Cool. And... and um, starting his uh ministry with his disciples Sweet. so we've talked a little bit already about how he got to the point of this point yeah but now we're going to talk a little bit about how he picked his disciples who he picked that kind of thing so yeah i currently have my bible open we're going to go through a few different scriptures so excellent overview, yep currently have my bible open to matthew 4 yep which we looked at last week as well but we're gonna Mm -hmm. look later in matthew 4 starting at verse 18 um we're gonna first read 18 to 22 okay says as he was walking along the sea of galilee he saw two brothers simon who is called peter and his brother andrew they were (laughs) casting a net into the sea for they were fishermen Follow me, he told them, and I will make you fish for people. Immediately, they left their nets and followed him. Going on from there, he saw two brothers, James, the son of Zebedee, and his brother John, not the Baptist. <laughs> it doesn't say that in the Bible. It doesn't say that in the Bible. That's just my... <laughs> they were a in side a note. boat. Yeah. They were in a boat with Zebedee, their father, preparing their nets, and he called them. Immediately, they left the boat and their father and followed him. So, two notes about that. <laughs> have some thoughts about this. I know, me I too. Think it's, um, so, fishermen, back then, it was not like a highly regarded profession. Mm-mm. It's not like... Um, it's not like they were, he was picking like the best of the best no. in, in society's eyes. Yeah. Also, we don't know if he had a relationship with them at all. 
No. Not we don't we don't know that. No. So in my well, head, sorry, go ahead. If that's I mean that's what I I think about with these. I'm like, so for these guys, could it literally have been like this guy comes up and he's like, hey, I'm Jesus, come follow me. Like right. we're gonna do some awesome stuff, and they're like. Well, this guy sounds cool and go or do they like have an idea who he is yeah or maybe they think he's gonna lead them to food yeah oh okay yeah <laughs> like i don't know yeah like yeah. i don't know it's just it's interesting to me like yeah also the fact that james and john yeah just left their dad yeah <laughs> it just it's just true yeah like Poor Zebedee is just like, hey, I guess I'll clean up here. <laughs> Thanks, guys. <laughs> I'll reel it in. <laughs> yeah, he's just like, all right. And like, what was going through Zebedee's mind? Of like, yeah. they just went with this guy. Do we know him? Like, yeah. And chances are, these guys aren't old. No, I mean, I, I think in all the movies, they portray them in like, 30s and 40s yeah but like there's potential that they were yeah i suspect you know, they were actually a little bit younger yeah like there's potential they might have been you know early 20s yeah exactly i don't know if they would have been much younger than that but you yeah. never know yeah i mean I, that's just a guess yeah. i have no i have no uh background on those no thoughts <laughs> yeah um but i just think that that's interesting and then um we're gonna jump a little bit in mark yeah. It's a very similar passage. Mark 1. Yeah. Starting at verse 16. As he passed along the Sea of Galilee, he saw Simon and Andrew, Simon's brother, casting a net into the sea, for they were fishermen. Follow. Oh, sorry. <laughs> follow me jesus told them and i will make you fish for people immediately they left their nets and followed him going on a little farther he saw james the son of zebedee and his brother john in a boat putting their nets in order immediately they left and they left their father zebedee in the boat with hired oh with hired men oh thank you mark for letting us know that poor zebedee's not in there by himself yep so that makes Um, me feel better for zebedee also that Matthew and Mark one is almost word for word. Yeah, I know. Except for, like, at the end. I mean, not 100% word for word, but I was following along in the Matthew still. Yeah, I know. And it's... Which, if we remember, the end of John tells us that there are lots of stories about Jesus. Yeah. Which means if two or more Gospels have the same story, it means we need to pay attention. Exactly. So the fact that this is, it literally is almost word for word. Yeah. Um, is a big deal. Exactly. So, pay attention. Not yep. to us. <laughs> Not to us, no. You like, can pay attention to us, but pay attention to the Bible. <laughs> more, more importantly, like, grab your Bibles or your phones yeah. and follow along as we're doing this, or look it up after. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And then Luke, in Luke 5, starting yeah. at verse 1. Yeah. As the crowd was pressing in on Jesus to hear God's word, he was standing by Lake, oh no, Nazareth. Sure. He saw two boats at the edge of the lake. 
The fishermen had left them there and were washing their nets. He got into one of the boats, which belonged to Simon, and asked him to put out a little from the land. And he sat down and was teaching the crowds from the boat. When he'd finished speaking, he said to Simon, put out into deep water and let your nets, let down your nets for a catch. Master, Simon replied, we've worked hard all, all night long and caught nothing. But if you say so, I'll let down the nets. When they did this, they caught a great number of fish and their nets began to tear. So they signaled to their partners in the other boat to come help them. They came and filled both boats so full that they had to, that they began to sink. When Simon Peter saw this, he fell at Jesus' knees and said, go away from me because I'm a sinful man. For he and all those with him were amazed at the catch they'd taken. And so were James and John, Zebedee's son, who were Simon's partners. Interesting. Don't be afraid, Jesus said. From now on, you will be catching people. Then they brought boats to the land, left everything, and followed him. So, Luke gives us some more details. Yeah, so, okay. So this is when he calls Simon right okay my first question is simon is like master we've worked hard all night and haven't caught anything but because you say so i will let down the nets so like um i go is this like a sarcastic thing of like right like well fine then yeah or was it like a i trust you yeah so i will do this i know or like part of me i'm like i could see it go either way it could be like a little kid who says to his parents well i already or a teen who's yeah. like i already did this and it didn't work and but watch. i'll just do it again to prove just it watch <laughs> right and yeah. i'll just prove to you that it at, but then i'm like or was it like a there there is something special about that guy same reason they get up and leave yeah exactly i'm like i don't know yeah <laughs> yeah i know so luke now fills in some of the gaps he does. Um, they seem to, the two groups of fishermen, were called, mm -hmm. seem to be very close together. Right. They were like fishing together, basically. Yeah. Whereas in the other two, it, it's not clear how long no. Jesus walked between fishermen. Yeah. Um, if I had just read one, I probably would have assumed that he only walked, or that he walked a while before yeah. the other one. Yeah. Um, there's no, that's just me assuming filling in my own gaps. Something yeah. Fills in those gaps for us. Mm-hmm. Just um, true. I never, I never thought about, noticed that until today. No, me either. Well, even just the fact that he was um, preaching already there. Yeah. So there was, he was building their respect before he called them. Yeah. Oh, we don't know if they knew who he was or knew of him before this day. Yeah. But again, Luke fills in some of those gaps of he'd already, Zebedee would have known who he was. Yeah. Um, just from that, maybe just from that day or maybe from history or maybe from stories from other people. Yeah. Maybe Zebedee was at the wedding. We don't, we yeah. don't know. No, we don't know. Um, but Also, yep. he'd be already this is where we see now i don't 100 percent know culturally but i feel like this is where we already see a difference in his teaching style yeah, yeah. because he climbs into somebody's boat yeah 
and sits down to teach. Yeah, he's not standing high above everybody else. Yeah. He's... Like, he's, know. like, casual, just sitting yeah. there, like... I can yeah. see him, like, actually, like, pick up a part of the net and be playing with it, or, like, yeah, tying exactly. a knot, or whatever, as he's yeah. teaching. This I don't is, know if that's what he this did. This is, like, what? he's this equivalent, the adult equivalent of, like, you or I teaching our yeah. Sunday school kids by sitting on the floor with them. Yeah, exactly. Or sitting on one of those teeny tiny kids chairs that I'm always afraid I'm going to break. <laughs> I know. <laughs> but never have, so... No. Uh, no, exactly. I love those little chairs, though, actually. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, like, this is kind of the equivalent of, like, it's, it's actions showing I'm not any, I'm not above a fisherman. Yeah, exactly. I'm not above being in a boat. Yeah. Yeah. And also, I I always picture this as just, like, a tiny rowboat. Yeah. I feel like it has to be a bigger boat. Probably. Like, uh, Mark, I think, was saying that, like, it was, they had hired men. Yeah. So, you're not gonna have Zebedee, his two sons, and hired men just in this yeah. tiny little rowboat. True. <laughs> I feel like it has to be somewhat of a bigger boat. I don't yeah. Know what that means. I don't know what that means either, but you'd think there'd have to be... Yeah. Yeah. Uh -huh. Oh, up until recent. well, I still, in my head, I think of this, but... Yeah. Jesus just walking along and going like, come with me. And these guys yeah. just like dropping everything. Um, yeah. And just like, okay. And like toddling behind them. <laughs> um, it, did you, have you ever thought about the people around watching? I know. Like, are any of them like, it, is it like in, in school when you have the captains pick yeah. your teams and then yeah. they're like, pick me, pick me. Yeah. Or and is in, it just in like... In the last two Gospels, we don't know that there's a crowd. No. But in this one, we find out that there is a crowd around. Yeah. And they're so probably all like captivated by this guy who's preaching from a boat. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, so it just like, this stuff, I just get so excited. <laughs> I know. <laughs> when I dive into this stuff. Mm -hmm. To those um, listening... Uh, I think this is showing you that studying the Bible doesn't necessarily need to be like complicated with like seven books sitting around a table with you. Sometimes, sometimes I have like various Bible versions um, and other resources and stuff, but sometimes it's just like looking at it and being like, so what, what is, what might that have looked like? Which then draws you into some comparisons and trying to understand and grasp them. Yeah. And the gospels are really easy to do that with. Mm -hmm. Some of the other books of the Bible, it's like harder to see what's being referenced. Google mm -hmm. is your friend when it comes sometimes <laughs> when yes. it comes to the Bible. Like, yeah. uh, but let's say you still have to be careful. Yes, you do. <laughs> um, make the Bible your best friend. Mm -hmm. Google can help you figure it out a little bit. Yeah. Um, so sometimes you'll see that like something's being referenced where it, you know maybe it says like scripture says this or yeah. The Torah says this. You don't actually know where or what that means. Yeah. A Google search will tell you every everywhere in the Bible that that is referenced. Yeah. Old Testament, New Testament. Mm -hmm. so. And certain certain study Bibles will tell you similar pieces. Yeah. Exactly. Like even I I was looking at the Thompson Chain Bible doing my study uh, one day this week, and I was like going back to the temptation, which is yeah. what we talked about uh, last week. But I was like, 
I don't think I've ever looked up where the those scriptures were that yeah. Jesus recited. Yeah. I and know. so I, I did some digging to go in and find that. And, and I just used the concordance and the stuff in the, but yeah. um, the Google, the Google, <laughs> Google, Google can make that a little bit easier, but yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Um, if we stay in Luke for one second. Yeah. Oh, sorry. <laughs> um, Luke six. Okay. 12 to 16. Mm -hmm. During those days, he went out to the mountain to pray and spent all night and no, spent all night in prayer to God. When daylight came, he summoned his disciples and he chose 12 of them, whom he also named apostles. Simon, who was also named Peter, Andrew, his brother, James and John, sons of Zebedee. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Doesn't say that, but we know that now because we've done our, our research. Yep. Philip and Bartholomew, Matthew and Thomas, James, the son of Alphaeus, and Simon, called the Zealot, Judas, the son of James, and Judas Iscariot, who became a traitor. Right. That, for it only being, how many verses is that? Three verses? (laughs) Four verses? Yeah. Um, There's a lot packed in there. There is. And I know it doesn't seem like it, but there is. (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. Um, and again, it just like gets me excited. So yeah. first of all, how many people that was he like, come follow me? And then he's yeah. like, I pick you and I pick you and I pick you. I don't yeah. mean, there's obviously a reason that he's picking all of these people. Yeah, he's not picking, he's not like he's standing in a circle with his eyes closed, yeah. like running around and pointing yeah. randomly. It's not like, like that, that goose. No, like he's got a purpose and a yeah. reason behind it. Yeah. Um, and he obviously has, it doesn't tell us maybe one of the other gospels does we should check but it doesn't tell us um how many people were with him no been an approximate of how many but enough that he could pick 12 out of the crap it's true um yeah also the fact that he could pick whoever he wanted out of this crowd who were it um already following him they were already Mm -hmm. his disciples or his apostles yeah he could pick whoever he wanted and he still chose to pick this group which included um peter denied him Mm -hmm. three times and jesus knew and jesus knew it was gonna happen like by this point i think we've talked about what when did jesus know everything i think by this point jesus knew everything but and Judas Iscariot, yeah, who completely betrayed him, yeah. And Jesus knew that that was going to happen, yeah, one hundred percent. I don't think there's a there was a doubt in his mind that he, but it, he knew what he was doing, yeah, yeah. Also, and it wasn't just like there. He picked two Judases, which or Judas, son of James. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> he probably got confused. He probably <laughs> always gets confused with Judas Iscariot all the time. Exactly. But and also, yeah, just I, there's just so like in such a small, dense scripture, there's a lot. Yeah. There. Yeah. But yeah, it's interesting. It is. It is really interesting. Yeah. 
it, the same thing is recorded in Mark 3. Right. I'm just going to go to it one second. Oh, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe. Oh, yeah. Mark 3. Uh, starting at verse 13. He just went up to the mountain and summoned those he wanted, and they came to him. He appointed 12, whom he also named apostles to be with him and to send them out to preach and to have authority to drive out demons. He appointed the 12. To Simon, he gave the name Peter, to James, the son, and to James, the son of Zebedee, and to his brother John, he gave the name Bowenerges. Bowenerges. <laughs> Bonergitz? I don't know. Which means... Sons of thunder! (laughs) Andrew, Philip, and Bartholomew, Matthew and Thomas, James, the son of Alphaeus, and Thaddeus, Simon the Zealot, and Judas Iscariot, who also betrayed him. Um, (laughs) First of all, he... John... And James got the same name. Well, they're brothers, I guess. <laughs> um, I wonder if Zebedee means thunder, or if there's something else. Maybe. Flexa. I just this is another thing I never noticed. What does Zebedee mean? The name Zebedee means abundant portion. Abundant portion. Oh, all right. I just, I'm like, I've never noticed that before. Yeah, yeah, I have no idea. That they both got the same name. Yeah. I, I love that. Sons of Thunder. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, there's just lots of cool, like, and things to, to research and, and yeah. that kind of thing. So that's how Jesus chose his disciples. He kind of handpicked guys that maybe we're not well-liked or well-respected in in society. Um, And he handpicked however many of them. Yeah. And then, again, kind of took... Maybe maybe it's the guys that he saw with leadership capability. Yeah. I I don't know. I don't know what made him think, like, choose those 12. But, I mean, he had a purpose. And I think with some of them, we know just based off of... um, they are a part of the bigger we see more of them yeah. throughout the gospels but some of them you don't see a whole ton of like yeah. individualized exactly exactly and every one of these guys though helped to weave together the story of the gospel yeah exactly so including judas yeah including peter exactly so yeah um so now that he has his disciples mm-hmm if we look to back to Matthew again, Matthew four yeah. twenty three. Yeah. Now Jesus began to go all over Galilee, preaching in their synagogues, preaching the good news of the kingdom, and healing every disease and sickness among the people. Then right. the news about him spread throughout Syria. So they brought him to all those who were afflicted, those suffering from various diseases and intense pains. The demon possessed the epileptics and the paralytics, and he healed them. Large crowds followed him from Galilee to the Decapolis, Jerusalem, Judea, and beyond the Jordan. So, like, now people, he's starting to, like, turn heads a little bit. Like, yeah, what is this guy doing? Yeah. Who is this guy? Exactly. 
um, and people are are excited. For, yeah. Like what's something good is happening. Yeah. Um. Which I I just I like that because it just shows that like he was starting to gain that respect. And exactly. The fact that he already had disciples and followers. Yeah. Is a shows that like other people in society that yeah he's a respectable guy exactly like these guys trust him yeah we can and trust the, him too. the bigger the crowd yeah uh the more attention gets drawn yeah i mean exactly. we even still see that today right you see a crowd gather and everyone's like what are they what are they looking yeah. at yeah, exactly <laughs> what's going on exactly. so like that plays a role yeah for sure and then right after that if you flip over to matthew 5 or you, you yeah. might not have to flip i have to flip <laughs> yeah <laughs> in matthew 5 he starts sermon on the mount which mm-hmm. is the most probably the most common sermon yeah um, the most well-known one yeah and this i'm we're not gonna read it don't worry <laughs> read it yourself <laughs> read it yourself um and just like yeah he he doesn't he doesn't like gloss over anything no in that so like right off the bat he's like you are following me yeah physically following me (laughs) um (laughs) and you need to know what i'm about yeah you need to know right off the bat like Mm -hmm. this is what i'm about um and so like the whole sermon on the mount is about like just explaining to people yeah this is not everything is cut and dry but these things are cut and dry yeah like this is yeah so just i think it's cool i think it's cool too right off and and it's like remember. yeah and just a note in it, when you mentioned explaining yeah. i feel like that's again a jesus teaching style he doesn't always necessarily do it in the explanation he does a lot of stories he does a lot of um things but again here uh he went up on a mountainside and sat down yeah so like again he wasn't hovering over people he could have stood on the mountainside and like yeah just shouted out from there but he chose to sit down and yeah exactly and teach and kind of guide people a little bit yeah exactly so he's starting to like get this following. People are starting to like he's turning heads. Yeah. As if, like what? Um, yeah. But then if you flip to Mark, sorry, I'm making me a flip a lot. <laughs> <laughs> um, if you flip to Mark three, yep. Right after he picks his twelve apostles. Mm-hmm. Um. In verse twenty. It says, Jesus entered a house and the crowd gathered again so that they were not able to eat, which means mm-hmm. it was a, such a big crowd that there was no space. I think that's what it means. I, there was no yeah. space to sit and eat together. Or he preached so long <laughs> that they couldn't go for food. Which, I mean, I, yeah, I guess both. it, I it could, go, could go either way. Yeah. Um, what does your translation say? So this is actually from Bible Gateway. Um, 
but NIV. Then Jesus entered a house and again a crowd gathered so that he and his disciples were not even able to eat. Okay. So that would, like, to me, then I, you picture, like, no moving room, like, shoulder to yeah. shoulder, like, when you're yeah. packed on a train or something. Yeah. Actually, when you said that, I thought of um, almost like like a tour stop. Not that it is, but <laughs> yeah. one group comes in, he does yeah. a teaching, and then that group leaves and another group comes in. There was no... Yeah. That's that's where my head went when you said when you said that. Yeah. I don't yeah. I don't know. But no. But um, then the next part, this is the part that I actually was trying to get get to <laughs> got distracted. When his family heard this, they set out to restrain him because they said he's out of his mind. Yeah. So right off the bat, when Jesus was beginning his ministry, like this is Mark three. Um yeah. he his family is like, hey, what are you doing? Yeah. And we don't know what parts of his family this is. No. This could be crazy Uncle Frank. And, yeah. and like, <laughs> we don't know. Like, we, we don't know, yeah, who it was. Yeah. Um, but it could have been brothers, sisters. Yeah. I... We, we briefly talked about this before we started recording, but I don't have a suspicion it was Mary. Yeah. I mean, um, yeah, I don't either. You never know, but. Yeah. Uh, it's, and again, I don't think it was, there wasn't an issue. There didn't seem to be an issue with it at the wedding. No. So I don't think it was miracles so much yeah. as it was. What he teaching. was saying. Yeah. Um, because he was not teaching anything wrong. Mm-hmm. but he was teaching things that were n- uncomfortable yeah and maybe went against some of their verbal rules yeah but not their written torah rules exactly um one second i have this book oh it's called jesus oh, never yeah. said anything new yeah and it is, it like really opened my eyes. I thought it was going to be more about like Jesus fulfilling prophecies from the Old Testament. Yeah. Which there is some of that in here. But it's also about how Jesus was teaching from God's laws. Yeah. And expanding on what the intent of the laws were. Yeah that freaked people out and probably his family because now they're like this guy (laughs) yeah he's saying things that we've now made other laws or other rules in our religion and our our um society yeah try to help us keep these laws exactly um he's he's preaching things that maybe don't align with those spoken rules yeah exactly um like he's it still aligns with the torah and it still aligns with the laws of god yeah so but it's just the the man-made laws yeah or the rules the man-made stuff if you want to dig into this more i would recommend this book sweet but yeah um that was just an aside but yeah um but i suspect that that was something 
that was a big reason for his family being like, dude, like, yeah. what are you, what are you doing? Exactly. And, and like, we've all been in those places with family, I'm sure. Yeah. Where um, you set out to restrain them. <laughs> yeah. And you're like, uh, hold on. Yeah. I mean, I, I will say, and I'm not going to drop names, but I will say, I have said before, they're, they're out of their mind. Yeah. <laughs> like, yep. what is, what are they doing? And, yeah. um, you've probably all had that experience too. Yeah. Uh, my family's probably said it about me. <laughs> I think, uh, yeah, well, I probably said it about me too. So I'm like, there are times that as as family, it's like, um, what are you, what are you doing? Yeah. Like, what's your thought process behind this? Like, <laughs> so then I'm like, did, did they start to understand more? Yeah. Or, because everything we see shows that like, um, uh, this is going to be a little bit of foreshadowing. So if you don't know the story. Yeah. Um, Spoiler maybe, alert. But um, <laughs> everything we see shows that Mary was the only yeah. was the only one at the cross and following right. Jesus' journey to the cross. Yeah. So maybe the rest of his family was like, "We can't support this." Yeah. Or I don't know if we can support this. Yeah. I don't know. Or they just didn't mm-hmm. want to witness what was happening. Yeah. Um, that's also a possibility. Yeah. Um, or they didn't fully understand what was happening. And yeah, um, which is Mary and Joseph. We don't know what happened with Joseph. No, he, we don't no. really hear about him again after um, Jesus was 12. Like, yeah, exactly. After that, he got lost yeah. or separated. So we don't really know what happened, Joseph. I would like no. to know. Yeah. That's, that's on my list to ask when I get to heaven. Yep. Um, but yeah, so as we see Mary at the cross mm-hmm. and then we, we see Jesus look at John, his friend yeah, and disciple and tell him that he is now like Mary's son and Mary yeah. is now his mother. Right. Um, so that's the closest thing to a sibling we see. Mm-hmm. later on yeah um so w- we don't know what happened with his family after this incident in mark three no we don't but um yeah we do know like for this three years of his life mm-hmm. most of his attention was devoted to teaching and discipling his disciples yeah so yeah, we don't we don't know much about his family outside of that. No, we don't. At this stage in his life. So, um, yeah, I I actually have always kind of skipped over that part. I never really noticed it. No. Um, and then I was listening to another podcast this week, and uh, they mentioned it, and so yeah. I was like, what? <laughs> and I think that's one of those things. I think we've talked about it before. Is we can read the same stories. Yeah. Or the same passages of scripture time and time again and still miss out on things. And then all of a sudden it's like a light will click, whether it's from somebody, something said, something we heard or we watched or whatever. Yeah. Exactly. Wait, what? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. 
And, and I, I love that. Yeah, me too. Because um, in, I think it's in Matthew. Matthew does talk about um, him being rejected uh, in in Nazareth, like at home. Yeah, yeah. Um, and how people at home were like, um, he's supposed to be one of us, but he's not talking like us. Exactly. Um, but yeah, then in Mark, Mark kind of expounds on it actually being family as well, who yeah. has the same reaction. Yeah. So I just find it interesting. Like the world around him is like, Hey, this guy's saying cool things. Like I yeah. might be able to get on board with this. Not exactly. everybody. No, not everybody. but um his the people who know him the best are starting to like hmm, okay yeah, yeah. Uh, so he's turning heads in a in a positive way because he's getting attention yeah but also some of the heads that are turning are not turning positively <laughs> yeah um which he knew was gonna happen yeah like this was not a shock to him yeah yeah so yeah, I just think I, I yeah, these stories I just mm-hmm. get excited and get more and more excited. Yeah. Uh, each each of these episodes that we've recorded made me more and more excited. Yeah. Oh. I am it it's been really fun leading it up has. To, to Easter this way. Yeah. Yeah. Um so I encourage you to read those scriptures. I will try to remember to put them in the, the show notes. Perfect. on the podcast yeah um and then you can you can kind of do the deep dive yourself as well and follow yeah. along with all of our flipping exactly so um but yeah i just i love how all of these things tie together even though there's mystery yeah even though you know um m- who was it? Luke and Mark had different takes on names of the disciples. Yeah. Slightly different takes. Um, but the, there's a purpose, but we don't always know what that purpose is. True. Um, and yeah. Oh, he's a, oh, he's a cool guy. He is a cool guy. I like Jesus. Yeah. I mean, I love Jesus too. But, but yes. both. But <laughs> But this stuff just gets me excited because, and it's a lot easier for us to see it because we can do the cross-referencing and questions and asking Alexa and Googling. Like, these guys couldn't. No, exactly. Like, Like, when this was happening, they had no clue what was, they didn't even know, like, the end result, the end goal, the end plan. Yeah. Whereas, like, we get to know the end exactly yeah we have have the new testament (laughs) yeah exactly they they didn't have that as a reference because they were living it exactly um so that's just really it's really cool so it is i like it well next week we're going to talk about miracles and jesus his treatment of people how he treated people awesome i'm excited Me too. I'm really mm-hmm. excited. It's going to be so good. It will be. Um, now we start to kind of get into... Whoops. Now <laughs> we start to kind of get into the good. Like, not, that, not, not that any of it's been bad, but like <laughs> um, the 
more exciting parts of his ministry. Yeah. Um, I get excited about the cross-referencing, but not everybody does. So if you no, didn't but get excited I, about that, that's okay. <laughs> yeah. But it is cool to do. It yeah. is. It's neat to see it. Yeah. So now we're, we are halfway through the Lent series. Yeah. Which is crazy. Which the, I think I scheduled, I think I planned it out so that the last one actually comes on, the, it'll come the week after uh, yeah. Easter. Yeah. We have four left. Okay. So, so then, yeah. Um, but the last one, we're going to talk about the resurrection and ascension. So I did that on purpose. Yeah. Sweet. I'm excited. But me too. Mm-hmm. Thank you for the conversation. And yes, thank you. If you guys have questions or want to join the conversation at all, let us know. We're happy yeah. to do that. Yes, we are. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Bye.